BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Good morning, millennials! Today's episode is brought to you by IHG Hotels and Resorts. IHG Hotels and Resorts is the hotel company made up of over 6,000 hotels and 17 amazing brands. Brands like Kimpton Hotels and Restaurants, Intercontinental Hotels and Resorts, Holiday Inn Express, Six Senses, and more. They are taking care of their guests this holiday season with exclusive benefits such as member discounts, a bonus points offer when downloading the new IHG One Rewards mobile app, catalog savings on travel gear, and more. IHG's all-new loyalty program, IHG One Rewards, makes it that much easier to check out and redeem these can't-miss offers right in the palm of your hand with the new IHG One Rewards mobile app. You must be a member to get these amazing rewards, so don't wait to sign up. IHG is passionate in its belief that when people are taken care of, they feel free to be themselves and live their best lives. That is straight facts. No lies were spoken. There's nothing better than feeling like yourself, being comfortable, and having all of the amenities you could ever want. IHG's latest campaign is called Guest How You Guest, and it's all about traveling in a way that is personal and meaningful to you. So honestly, traveling is more personal than comedy more personal than food, and everybody likes a little different something special when they arrive. I know for McClardia, when she arrives, she's like a real housewife. She wants a cocktail upon arrival. She wants it with a fruit, and she wants it with an umbrella. For me, I need the best accommodations for my baby boy, Bryce. We need plush dog beds. We need dog bowls, maybe a little treat for my boy. If you're making Bryce feel comfortable, I am feeling comfortable. So with IHG One Rewards, you'll get access to all of these amazing benefits through the IHG One Rewards mobile app. For more details on how to maximize your travels this holiday season with IHG Hotels and Resorts, Cyber Offerings, guests can follow at IHG One Rewards on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or you can visit IHG.com slash Cybersale. Traveling is such a wonderful excursion, but you've got to do it in the way that you are most comfortable with and rewards, benefits, and being a member at IHG One Rewards is what's going to help you get there. So check it out. Welcome back to the toast and happy uh, Tuesday. 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 Hope everyone's having a great Tuesday thus far. Hey, Jax, how you doing? I'm doing good. I have one thing to say. Howdy. Howdy. Howdy, Cloudy. Um, Jax and I are both wearing sweaters today from Show Me Your Moo Moo. Like, n- not that um, they haven't, but like they should sponsor the show because like they basically do. No, and we talk about how much we love their stuff, and they actually did reach out to send us some stuff, send but us. we still keep placing orders. And no, like, what else am I supposed to wear? Yeah, and it's like I don't have the time to like wait for the email exchange. Like, I just want, I want my order my now. My clothes now, literally. <laughs> Literally. I actually just got a huge haul from them. I got this Howdy sweater. Also, they have a matching sweater for babies that says Howdy. And it's white with sad beige writing. So it's girl or boy. So I got one for Harry too. So when you come, you'll have to bring your sweater. We can all be matching. Oh my God. I'm going to die. That's so cute. And I got some bathing suits. And trying them on was enlightening. Upsetting. Upsetting. It was enlightening to see oneself in a new bathing suit. (laughs) I just feel like um, bathing suits are really um, like unnecessary. Well, not for you because you really swim. For me, they're really not necessary. I don't swim. I maybe swim like twice on a vacation, like the nights I'm going to wash my hair and that's it. 
That's true. I am a swimmer, but that's not what I meant. I meant like the concept that we have to swim and sunbathe in the nude is kind of like fucked. Like, why can't we all just be wearing like leotards, like down to our ankles? Well, I do feel like rash guard bathing suits are kind of really in right now, like long sleeve bathing suits and also ones that have like a little short. Short. Maybe that's in the future for you. I just find the bathing suit industry to be like extremely triggering um, and just a really un- unnecessary uh, corporate moment. I feel like the bathing suit industry is really missing something. And that's yes. recognition that people have big, big titties women. and that you can have big titties that aren't fake. And so what you need is support. support. It's not that everyone either has fake titties or is flat chested. Like where are the bathing suit tops and even one pieces because one pieces have no support. You might as well just put an invisible string on and walk into the sea. But where are the bathing suits that have support. support? Like I want a bathing suit top. That's my bra. In scuba material. That's it. That's all I want. I'm not asking for anything. No, I completely agree. And like, I don't know what what world people are living in that like bathing suits still come with pads. Like we don't need pads. No, we don't. And I just feel like there's so many different bathing suit companies that are targeted for like different body types. There's literally none for big breasted women except like shout out to Miracle Swim, which is like literally bathing suits made of- I know, but it's only Miracle Swim and not everyone wants to wear a Miracle Swim suit. No, because like low-key, most of them are ugly and they're literally $200 for a one piece, but like they're built really well. They're made of like literal like elastic. Like they're so tight on your boobs. Thank God. Yes, but it's also like sometimes I want to wear a bikini. I don't want to wear like a miracle suit that's working the whole body. Like I really mostly need, the rest of my body can fend for itself. My boobs can't and like they need support and I need brands, even if Miracle Suit like wants to put their material into just a top and- the rest can be like cute bathing suit material. Like the thing about miracle suit, it might as well say miracle suit on it. I know. Because no, it looks like, like a miracle suit. And it's really for people in nursing homes. Like that is the target <laughs> demo. And I just feel like there are girlies out here who aren't in nursing homes who need that vibe as well. And it's hard because with me, it's like I want support for my breast. So I need it to be tight where so that it's like sucking too but like I also need it to get over my boobs it's it's a very fine line I feel like I have one bathing suit from every brand that works for me but I need a line of bathing suits that are tit conscious I think the brand to do it is Spanx like they really need to get into the swim category yeah but it's giving miracle suit No, because Spanx clothing is like very trendy and cute. I feel like they could do it. Like I really do. I'm going to give this job to Sarah Blakely and I feel like she won't let me down. Yeah, they could definitely throw their hat in the ring. But I also want like trend, not everyone. By the way, this isn't to say like not everyone needs to meet bathing suits for big tit women. Like I just need one or two to focus on it, to say, hey, we've got your back. Literally, Literally. you don't need to have big fake titties in order to wear our swimsuits and you don't need to be flat chested or have A, B, or even C cups. Like let's, yeah, let's start a line called C plus. C plus. And I know everyone's going to comment like, try this brand. I've tried it. Like it doesn't work. Like there's a difference between having boobs and having big boobs. Like there's a difference. Yeah. And if you know, you know. And if you don't, like if then you can, count your blessings and stop wishing that you had big boobs. Yeah, because if you can throw your boob over your shoulder, like we're not the same, you know? Like a continental soldier. <laughs> right. Do your boobs hang low? Do they wobble to the flow? Can you tie them in a knot? Can you tie them in a bow? Can you throw them over your shoulder like a continental soldier? Do your boobs hang low? Hey, they do. I'm actually wearing a bra today. It's like one of those comfort bras, but it has padding and structure from a new sponsor of ours. Me too. Oh my God, look at us. Have we done a read for Bare no, Necessities yet? We have not, I think. Oh, they're a new sponsor of ours and I've been living in this bra. I haven't washed it since I got it. It's a great sweater bra because I've realized I don't want to wear my everyday bra when I wear a sweater because it like makes my boobs look big, which they are. I want a bra that's going to like flatten them. So no, that's why this is a good like- sweater bra. It sounds like what you and I actually need are breast reductions. Yeah, we do. But we also need solutions. And we need solution-oriented materials. And not everything can be so drastic. Like, not everyone is in a position to have surgery. 
I know. And I have been um, really, really like I've always said a breast reduction is something I'm going to do in the future. But like the day I think is coming. I have been experiencing I've had big boobs my whole life and everyone always complains about back pain and like let me say I would complain with them but like I never low-key had back pain yeah up until six months ago I cannot do my makeup I cannot do a show without literally like limping off stage my back is not okay I've, I've like so many reservations about getting a breast reduction like I know all the benefits I'm just like nervous I've never had surgery before like the anesthesia like I do want to breastfeed I mean who knows but like that's something I, I would like to do when I have children and I know that like that can change like there's a lot of things like that are going against my decision but like the back I can't believe the back came for you my back didn't start hurting with my boobs until I was breastfeeding well that makes sense they tripled in size no and also just labor is hard on your back and it's mm. it's a very back backwards Oriented. experience it's so backwards so twisted um, all so this to say a little bit about us I got my show me your moo delivery I ordered some oh. bathing suits half were petrifying really quite spooky and the other half were, were good but they were again like high-waisted bikinis that also all the bikinis that I wear in order to have support they need to be like that athletic cut and it's like, like sports bra I don't have any yeah like a sports bra exactly which I love and that's my go-to but Sometimes I don't want to have like an athletic vibe. I want to be like beachy or something. So I think maybe instead of like a bathing suit, I need a butler to just walk around and hold my boobs on his forearm or well, her. Do you remember that brand from Shark Tank, that towel that's for your boobs? Ta-ta towels. I have one. So here, like I don't use mine really uh, uh, that often. I like it though. And I love the idea and I love the technology and they mm -hmm. need to put something about that magic where like your back is carrying your boobs up in a bathing suit no you're by the way tata towels is an amazing brand i wish them the all the best i completely agree that they might be the company yeah they should foray into swimsuits because the idea that like you need your under boob to dry like while you're getting ready like they'll dry and it's not that urgent no, it's it's a decent problem. Not enough for me to grab my Tata towel any more than maybe once a year. I think I liked it when I was pregnant, though. Um, what is, like, your favorite product from Shark Tank? Oh, I mean, you obviously have your answer ready, so you go first. I don't, actually. Oh. Uh, I do usually ask questions, though, because I have an answer. I need to think of what I actually own from the tank. Because I actually don't even have a scrub daddy. Me neither. People are obsessed there's literally like a cult on tiktok they literally change it out once a week they get new ones they do unboxings they're obsessed i can't my and, mind is drawing a blank okay if here's a different question if you went on shark tank with a company who would you want to partner with hmm. i would have to look at all their records maybe mr Lori. wonderful I think, you know, you and him would get along. We do, we would because we are honest to a fault. You're honest girls, yeah. I just also think that it really depends on what type of product you have. If it's like a household item, obviously you're going to go with Lori. If it's something like athletic, sports, you want to go with. They all have their different niche. If it's wine, you definitely want to go with Mr. Wonderful. Um, and if you're dumb, you want to go with Robert. So You're so <laughs> wrong. Oh, I was with Robert in an elevator when I was in New York City last time. I forgot to tell what? anyone that. Yeah. Wait. With Robert and his Did wife. Did you do it? Did you do an elevator pitch? No, I didn't. And I literally forgot about it until this moment. They were in the elevator. Where? At Bergdorf's. Like, of oh. course, they're so fancy. Well, I was there too, so that makes me fancy. So are you. You're literally um, Heather Dubrow. I was with Zach. And, like, of course, I realized who it was immediately. But I, I don't... with Harry? What? I was with Harry too. So he's... Everyone's like, oh, hi. Conversation starter. Um, And then actually Zach said something really normal, which was that, oh, I think we all have the same wedding planner because we did oh yeah you did and so they were like yeah Mikey we love him we we're like same and then they got out on their floor I think it was their floor or they were running away from us right 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 these crazy wedding people yeah that's actually like a good intro we I think we handled it so normally no that's so that's the second elevator you've been in with a shark where you didn't take the opportunity to elevator pitch I'm always in elevators with sharks I was in the elevator with a Damon on my bachelorette party now I know this isn't Mr. Wonderful but I was once in an elevator with Howie Mandel he look alike. Irrelevant. But wait. He look Jackie, alike. Jackie, I too have been in an elevator with Howie Mandel. You were with me, right? No, I was in Montreal for Just for Laughs. Oh, I was at the Ritz. Of course you were. I was at like a Marriott. You were fucking you. with me. It was an event. 
It was literally yeah. so long ago. It was the first time I cut my hair short. Where were we going? It was, um, I think it was an AGT, America's Got Talent, like, little party <gasps> oh thing. Oh, my God. Yes, memory unlocked. We went to, like, an AGT launch party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, like, when be, I like, say I was at the Ritz, like, circuit. it sounds so much more fabulous. I'm going to leave it there. It was Yeah, not. you weren't staying at the Ritz. No, not at all. I didn't even, I just, it was in the lo- location of the Ritz, like... Okay, here's another question I have for you. This is just like my day of questions. Um, can I ask you a question? No, that's not the question. But there's this prompt going around on TikTok. It's like, who is like the most randomly famous person that you have a photo with? And everyone's sharing like Serena Kerrigan had a photo with Meghan Markle. Oh my like God. Like when she was like a blogger slash actress. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I need to think because I rarely ask for a photo. You do. But I also only ask the most random people. Mm-hmm. Why? What's yours? I don't know. I guess like the most famous person I have. Oh, is Leonardo DiCaprio. No, random. No, no, sorry. The, the prompt is who's the most famous person you have a photo with. I oh, don't know why I said random. Probably Miley Cyrus for me. Oh, yeah. Met her yeah, at yeah, Top, Top Shop. Shop when I was in high school and I was obsessed beyond with her. And I have to thank Olivia because she made me get a picture. Also the Veronica's. That's oh. like a core memory for me. Yeah, core memory. And there was someone else. Oh, uh. Madeline Petch, I have a picture with. You also have a traumatizing story to go along with it. Different picture. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, just don't meet your heroes. <laughs> don't meet your heroes. No, sorry, don't meet like weird fans. That was me. <laughs> no, you were being nice. Just stop. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. Um, but no, she's nice, but we just like, I was, you I, didn't connect. It was just cringe. <laughs> You weren't connecting. By the way, I've told this story before. I think on the episode, this is just random unlocked memory. The episode that we did with the lady gang in the studio in the sky. I told Mm -hmm. them the story and I couldn't even get it out. I was laughing so hard. And like cringing. So you guys, if you want the story, go watch it because I'll never tell it again. Ever. So that's a little bit about me. Yeah. What else is going on on TikTok? So much. I mean, we're blowing up like... It's just insane. Like our last couple of clips have really like performed. We, you know, we had a lull when we got 500,000 negative views about Miss Rach, but we're coming back bigger and better than ever. Claude, here's the thing. Views are views. No, it's so true. Views people are views people. No, it's true. So I see that as a win. And I'm really kind of coming into my TikToker era. Like I've just now gotten another brand sponsorship just for my TikTok. Like I'm, really out here being a TikToker. And if you follow me on TikTok and you see my like sponsor posts, like make sure to engage, you know, like leave a comment. Okay. So what was the first one that you did? I've actually had like a couple in the last few Because you just said months. another. Like, so what's already well, live coming that out. you can tell us about? Oh, Amazon is already live. Captain Crunch is already live. Captain um, Crunch was the ferry. The ferry. Yeah. Uh, I did another one. I can't remember, but I've got a really big so one many. coming up. Ooh, exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting to be a TikToker. Like, I, I was so close to fading into irrelevancy. Like, you know, meme girl. Never yeah. got. She, now I'm, like, number one podcaster, number one talker. It's good. I'm happy for you. I guess I'm yeah, also then good. the number one podcaster. Of course. Day, so I'm happy for me, too. And I'm number yeah, one course. on Reels. No, And you're number one in our hearts. Oh, and that's really what matters. 100%. Sure. Sure. And I'm number one on Goodreads, which is where I like to be. That's so true. You invest in your TikTok, I'll invest in my Goodreads. And then we're covering all of our bases here at The Morning Toast. Yeah. Speaking of Goodreads, I just finished the new Kevin Wilson book. He wrote Nothing to See Here, which we loved. And so his books are nice and short and funny. So I read his most recent one. It's called Now Is Not the Time to Panic. And it was pretty dreadful. 2.5 stars from me. Claudia, don't read it. I'm sure Dana will like it. Reminded me of Tomorrow and Tomorrow, Tomorrow, just because it was like pessimistic and dreadful about the children. Mm. Not children, young adults and puberty people. Um, so you know what it sounds like, Jackie? That's my review. What does it sound it like, sounds McClard? Like, it sounds like you're being a hater, and I'm going to put on my diff eyewear glasses to block out the haters, if that's okay. You know what? That's okay. Today is all about how your chic diff eyewear sunnies are pulling double duty for you. When you wake up and you're feeling not 
Flawless, these oversized, trendy shades can handle life's little in-between moments. So we know that oversized sunnies look super glam and they can make every outfit an actual fashion moment, but we love them because they transcend fashion and they become a functional need. They look fabulous, they hide your eyes when you need it, and there are so many chic oversized diff shades like the edgy goldies or the glam Becky 2s that really get the job done. They're basically hangover shades because after a little too much fun on a Saturday night out, heading out to brunch the next day, if you're feeling red puffy eyes, you've got a little bit of a light sensitive headache, bam, throw on a pair of oversized stiff sunnies and you instantly look put together hangover gone so I am like really into oversized sunglasses because I feel like there's a myriad of of benefits but it makes my face look smaller so I'm always out here looking for like the biggest and baddest diff eyewear I just got a huge package from diff for my trip to Belize and I'm just gonna be like people are gonna think I'm a celebrity I mean you kind I'm like, of not, are. Not a They'll be like, that's yeah. that girl from TikTok. I just got my diff eyewear package. And that's now that I'm a say. driver and I draw and I'm in yes. Florida, I left two pairs of sunglasses in my car for what? I'm sorry, not my car. Like I'm talking like I have my license. A car. In the car yesterday, I went driving with Olivia and obviously I forgot my sunglasses. So I took the ones from the car, the diff ones. And they're so sickening. We were vlogging yesterday and I was like, I'm going to get so many questions on how cute these uh-huh. uh, sunglasses are. You like sunglasses that really hide your face. I like sunglasses that like match my face and blend in they had these like tortoiseshell ones that were so cute and then this morning I was driving again yes because I'm just like taking to the roads and I wore a different pair of diffs and they were so damn cute so if you have a bad breakup and you spent all day crying over your loser ex and now you have to leave the apartment don't worry, Oversized Sunnies will rescue you when you want to save face and make your fit more fab. Right now, you can score a sweet deal for the holidays because Diff is offering an amazing 50% off. Plus, if you visit diffeyewear.com toast, you have a chance to win $1,000 cash and score your own Diff sunglasses for an entire year or Diff's Oversized Sunnies for an entire year. So that's uh, Diff Eyewear, D-I-F-F, eyewear.com toast to win the $1,000 cash and score your own Diff Sunnies for a year. And they're having an amazing sale right now on their website. They're offering 50% off in uh, spirit of the holidays. So thank you, Diff, for sponsoring today's episode. And thank you, Fashion Pass, for sponsoring today's episode as well. So many of you guys already love and know Fashion Pass. It is the Fashion truly Pass. the steamiest the steeniest clothing rental service you're getting unlimited rentals for one flat price if there was a time to sign up for fashion pass this is it so many events holidays holiday parties that you need outfits for and they've got you covered you don't want to be caught wearing the same outfit to like the office holiday party the family holiday party you got to take pictures of both so you want to look sickening but that can get expensive if you get a new outfit for every event so why spend 200 on one outfit when you could rent unlimited pieces for just 39 dollars? you're saving so much money because you're not buying clothes all the time it's also better for the environment i find like you know clothing rental is kind of genius but most of these companies are selling like fugly grandma clothes. Fashion Pass stands out. They're not like other rental companies because they have like actual cute clothes that are actually being sold on cool websites currently. Like for Love and Lemons, Free People, Show Me Your Moo Moo, Amanda Uprichard, like so many of the Revolve brands. It's really sickening. They have different plans. Jackie and I are both on the trendsetter plan. So you're getting four clothing items. Or you could pick three clothing items and two accessories every order. You could switch out your items as many times a month as you want. They are out here cleaning the clothes for you. So you just ship it up. They'll send you a label when you're done with it. And it's that easy. Also, if you don't want to rent and you want to purchase something, you can actually buy now directly from Fashion Pass if you're not a member. Basically, like Poshmark, everything is in like new condition. And it's easy to browse the website for whatever you're looking for. We have a special discount code for you today. It is their biggest discount ever. If you go to fashionpass.com, use code TOAST at checkout, you will get $50 off your first month so you can try it for just $39. That's unlimited rentals for just $39 with code toast at fashionpass.com. Fashion pass, not fugly grandma clothes. And you know what, Fashion Pass? Free idea. That's all you. Take yeah. it. Run. I know a lot of the girls who work at Fashion Pass are toasters. Guys, I won't even charge you. I feel like when people book ads with our show, they don't realize that it comes with a free slogan. No, it comes with free, like like a branding, a brand book. Yeah. Also, like if you want to pay a little more, we could throw a jingle in there. Right, even though Thuma didn't pay for that. No, but like that's the they kind should. of that's priceless advertising. No, that's the kind of marketers we are. Yeah. So true. We stretch a dollar. We do. Shall we dive into the fast five <sighs> stories? Like, I guess, but it's so much more fun when we talk about ourselves. I know. Well, speaking of us, I, after I finished my terrible book last night, I decided to turn on my television and I was looking for a new comfort show. You know, I feel like we're in a lull. Other, either it's like White Lotus and like big shows or I don't know. And I didn't want to watch Real mm-hmm. Housewives. So I turned on my new favorite show. What is it? The Culpo Sisters. Oh, right. There was a new episode. McClardia. The show is so good. It's so heartwarming. Like I'm, I'm obsessed. Like it's, it's really my new comfort show. Like it makes 
my heart warm. Like they're such cute, funny sisters, but their fights are also like dumb, but real. Like Sophia mm-hmm. stealing Olivia's shoes from the box with the stuffing in them. The girl has nerve. Oh, oh she needs a good slap. And Olivia like needed them for a shoot and then like didn't have them. Oh no. That would have gotten in our house like a sister back of the hand to your arm. Like poof. No, Olivia is literally so patient with her sisters and they are so mean to her. She's the really like textbook middle child. Olivia Aurora's oh, I called her Olivia. Aurora's really the oldest and Sophia is really such young sister energy. And you want to know what's the craziest thing about Sophia, how she reminds me of Snitch. So when she's like with her sisters, like she's such a younger sister. I just want to say taking shoes from a box is literally something Margaret would do. Yes. But then she went to film scenes with her boyfriend in Miami, Braxton, because he was a free agent. So they were like filming the two of them. And her personality was so different when she was not with her sisters because she got to like be her own person. And if that ain't Snitch, I don't know what is. I should tell Snitch to watch the show. I just want to say, um, like, not to, like, correct you and be annoying, but a comfort show is a show that you've seen a million times that, like, you keep watching. I thought that's what you were going to say because I actually did recently find a new comfort show. Oh, okay. So what's a show that brings you comfort? Like, a new show that brings you comfort? Like, just, it would be a new show that brings you comfort. Okay. So I had a new show that brings me comfort, and I'm really enjoying it. Plus, they're really opening up. Aurora is getting divorced on the show. Like, she's on the phone with her parents telling them for the first time, and we're seeing it. It's really crazy and like Olivia's talking about how she wants to have kids soon but like she doesn't want to bring it up to Christian because she doesn't want to like you know not get the answer that she wants and I just I can't believe we're getting this insight into these girls and I'm I'm really loving it I can't say enough good things about it and also there's just like this underlying positivity about the show like these are girls that like are just loving life they have really wonderful opportunities and experiences and they're really enjoying them and I just think it's a really great show. And if you haven't caught it yet, I would really, really recommend it. It was bringing me a lot of joy last night. It was giving me, it was like my new Southern charm because that's how I used to feel about Southern charm. Like a show I just watch to enjoy. I have been watching um, for my new comfort show, Shit's Creek. I haven't watched it in so many years and it's like really literally, I know everyone knows it's like such a good show. Yeah. I guess I just don't want to rewatch shows. Maybe just because I have such limited time and like I always want to either be watching something that I enjoy or something that we're going to talk about on the toast or reading a book. Like I can't imagine now rewatching a show. No, I genuinely think, I know we're only like two years apart, but like that's the generational difference. Like even before you had a baby, like you never sat around and like watched Sex in the City or Friends. Yes, like I, no, I no, watched no. both. I, I did, not Friends obviously, but like Sex in the City, even when I rewatched like Desperate Housewives, like the idea of rewatching a show, oh, yeah. it's just about having a baby and like, I just, I get a few hours to myself and like, I want them to count. And I feel like yeah. rewatching something that's old, like I can't talk about it on the toast. It's, I'm not learning anything. Like, I guess maybe if it brought me comfort, that would be enough, but I'd rather watch something new. And like, I could talk yeah, about no. the Copos on the show if you'll give me the floor. I believe I did give right, you the floor, right, right. did I not? So, right, so I'm like talking about something like relevant. I'm watching something relevant yeah. and I feel like I'm part of no the world. we're so committed to our craft that's what but like it our is. choices our choices our day-to-day choices like are always influenced by like will this benefit my podcast right yes or no yes or no get her done yeah like sometimes I don't want to go to like an event or something but I'm like the toasters need to know what it was like it's so true so true like they, people look at us they think it's like so easy you know it's not this life is not as easy as we make it seem yeah no, and sometimes it's like there's more shows I could watch for the toes, but it, no, we're not going to like take it that far. Uh, no, like we could watch I The Bachelor. I can't sacrifice my, I can't sacrifice, uh, okay. I can't sacrifice my piece. I just want to say one thing about The Bachelor because there's a storyline that I'm kind of obsessed with that has like hmm. come from the new season of Paradise, but it's like people that we know. So you remember Victoria Fuller from? I'm, I'm kept up. I'm obsessed. So apparently she got engaged on Paradise to someone I don't know. Me, same. And they were like engaged after Paradise and I guess she called it off like pretty quickly and then quickly thereafter started dating this guy named Greg who was like the Tyler C of his season with the two Bachelorettes. Okay, there's only one Tyler C. Okay, but, yeah, but like he was like the breakout hottie from his season, yeah, which yeah, was yeah. last season, the season with two Bachelorettes. And then like Victoria turned around and started and now they're dating and they're both like really nice looking and they, I they think seem I've to be really before. into each other. I think I've said this before, but like Victoria Fuller is the hottest girl to ever come out of the Bachelor franchise. Like if I could choose anyone to look like, I would want to look like her. She's so stunning. McClardia, that's I, like, crazy that you say that. I randomly follow her on Instagram. Because I know you're like not going to believe me, but I think you look like her. 
I think you guys have a lot of similar features. Wait, maybe that's why I think she's so beautiful because I'm like, <laughs> obsessed with myself. No, like I think that if you found like a picture of her as a kid and you as a kid, I feel like you would look alike because you guys have like really, I there's things about your features that I think are very similar. So you think I'm the most beautiful girl in the world is what you're saying? Yeah, but you already knew that. So true. Um, that's literally the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Thank you so much. And now I'm like, is she beautiful or does she just look like me? I'm, I'm Claudia, confused. Two things can be true. So true. <laughs> it's literally so true. Anyways, I'm kind of obsessed with this journey that they're on. I've been following her like since her season. And all me of a too. sudden she's, I didn't even know she was on Paradise, but good. She's perfect for Paradise because like she needed a, you know, a second. A boost. A boost to like a second moment in the sun. Obviously people were obsessed with her. She got engaged. Then she like leveled up to the man from the most recent season. And then the two of them sat down there going on the vile files. I saw that too. Look at them making Bachelor relevant again. No, and look at me caring. But it's only because it was like previous people and Greg was the only name I learned from that show. And he's with like one of the few people that I still care about. So I was yeah. just, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that too. I have also weirdly followed her like since the end of The Bachelor. I don't think I follow anyone Bachelor related except for like girls who are really no longer Bachelor. Amanda, Becca. Yeah, from Warren. our heyday. But yeah, you also have to remember, like, those girls are kind are our age-ish. Right. Like, the new people yeah, are, like, like Margot's age. But, like... They're, like, teeny boppers. Raven and I are the same age. Right. You know? Um, no, and a lot of us are, like, like Amanda just got engaged. I mean, I mean, Amanda just got married. Like, we're in, like, a similar life stage. Yeah. Lauren just is ha having another baby. A lot of them are, like, podcasters baby. who have been podcasting, like, yeah. for a while. And so it's just... They're into the next phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, thought I would share that. And now, without further ado, did it, did it do? Question mark? Where are you? Where are those fucking Strice brethren? Where's Thrice? Thrice is actually getting groomed. Oh, you know what? I should actually make sure. Gorgeous he boy. He's doing gorgeous boy tings. He's, yeah, he's at the spa. Gorgeous. Okay, so now without further ado, do, 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 here are the Fast Boy 5 stories that you need to know. It's the Fast Five. Um, the Fast Five. <laughs> the Fast Five is brought to you by Stamps.com. Right now, seasonal excitement or dread is really starting to settle in, especially for small businesses. Slaying through traffic to the post office? Is your inbox more like a blizzard than a winter wonderland? It's not too late to get your holiday mailing and shipping under control with stamps.com. Sign up now and you'll be printing your own postage in minutes. Stamps.com is a one-stop shop for all your shipping and mailing needs. For more than 20 years, stamps.com has been an indispensable resource for over 1 million businesses. Get access to the USPS, UPS services that you need to run your business right from your computer. There's no lines, no traffic, no hassle. Save money with major discounts on USPS and UPS shipping rates. And this holiday season, you can trade la late nights for silent nights and get started at stamps.com today. Sign up with our promo code TOAST for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a free digital scale. There's no long-term commitments required or contracts. Go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code TOAST. Thank you, McClard. Okay, our first story. Will Smith has sat down for his first TV interview since the slap. I don't know why I feel like I'm having deja vu. Like, I feel like he keeps doing like the first. Yeah, he I think he went talk? to the table, but this is his, right. that's not TV, that's Facebook Watch. So this is his first TV interview with, who? guess who he sat down with? I don't think you would guess. Gail King. No. Okay, hold on. I think... Michael Strahan. No. Robin Roberts. No, these are good guesses. And I think actually... Yeah. The, I think Gail would have been the perfect... Where he went is a weird choice. Okay, so let me think unconventional. Is it basic cable? Like the first 10 channels? No. Uh, I don't know. Could be. No, I think it's... Uh, Wolf Blitzer. It's not basic cable. Wolf Blitzer? No. Nancy Grace? No, no. Am I getting warmer? No, you're getting further. I don't know. Trevor Noah, Daily Show. Oh, okay. Actually, I don't hate it, but I was literally never going to guess that. Because one thing about me is I have never seen one moment of The Daily Show with Jon Stewart or Trevor Noah. Like, talk about a show like that I'm not like 
like I'm not the target demo, you know? I don't think people watch the show. I think it's I, like it, an industry plant show. I think there's like a lot like of shows regarded, like that. It's rega- I think there's a lot of shows like that too that are like made out to be like so famous and like such institutions. And then if you ever looked at the ratings, you would be surprised that like your Instagram stories get more views. Yeah, totally. Also, Trevor Noah like runs commercials for his show where he like does some of his jokes and they are- And it's not funny. Positively dreadful. Like I, I don't even want to call them jokes. Like they're horrendous. Even just like him reading a dinner menu would be funnier than some of the shit that he says. So if that's what you're when leading someone- with- I can't imagine how dreadful the show is. When somebody, like for a comedy movie or comedy show, they do like a trailer or a commercial, and like they obviously are going to put their best jokes in there, and you don't even giggle. Don't No, and it's like, I don't need to laugh out loud, but I need to be like, hey, that was smarter. Hey, that's funny. Like, that's an interesting line of thinking, whatever. Dreadful when I tell you. Yeah, no, I've never seen a moment, but I have seen Trevor Noah's ass at so Add it to the list. That's added to the list. Add it to the list. Claudia loves to talk about Trevor Noah's behind. We we were having brunch at Soho House and Trevor Noah got up to go to the buffet and like I was literally staring at his ass and like it was a really, really impressive ass. Like it was, it was, those pants were getting eaten up. Thank you. I know we couldn't. That's my Trevor Noah I just need to know anytime like Trevor Noah's in the news, like we're going to hear about the time you had. Oh, so I was there. Brunch. I was there. Yeah. You remember the ass. I do. You just see him from the front and he's sitting behind his desk at his show. Like, you don't know, like, there's a big ass behind the desk. And now you know. And I think, like, big asses on men is, like, so funny. At the play we were just at, one of the characters had the biggest ass. (laughs) And literally, it was all I could look at because he was also wearing really tight, light-colored pants, like khakis. And his ass was eating up those pants. Like, literally, stop saying that the ass is eating the pants. Please. (laughs) I could not stop looking at this boy's ass. Like, it was crazy. Thank you. So that's just a little bit about me. <laughs> okay, let me get to the story. Will Smith sat down for his first interview on late night television since the headline-making incident in March, admitting he had, quote, rage bottled up for a long time. He said, that was horrific, right? As you can imagine. You know, there's many nuances and complexities to it. But at the end of the day, I lost it, you know? And I guess what I would say, you just never know what somebody's going through. In the audience right now, you are sitting next to strangers and somebody's mother died last week, somebody's child is sick, somebody just lost their job, somebody just found out their spouse cheated. You just don't know what's going on with people and I was going through something that night. Not that that justifies my behavior at all. He shared that the anger bubbled up inside of him when Chris made a joke about his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith's Smith's hair. He said, quote, it was a lot of things. It was the little boy that watched his father beat up his mother. All of that just bubbled up in that moment. I was gone. That was a rage that had been bottled for a really long time. That is not who I want to be. He also broke down when he remembered his nine-year-old nephew asking about the incident. He said about his nephew, he's the sweetest little boy. We came home and it's like he had stayed up late to see his uncle Will. And we are sitting in my kitchen and he is on my lap and he is holding the Oscar. And he is just like, why did you hit that man, Uncle Will? It's a good question. Yeah. When Trevor asked uh, Will Smith what he had learned from the moment, the star replied, quote, hurt people hurt people. Oh, my God. It's giving like millennial um, talking points. Poster board, poster board that you get at home goods. He said, you are asking, what did I learn? And it is that we just got to be nice to each other, man. And I guess the thing that was most painful for me is I took my hard and I made it hard for other people. The thing is, is like, I feel like this is the third time we've been like, we're first time hearing from Will Smith. I've actually heard from him three times. And I think my takeaway each time is like, I'm done hearing from Will Smith. Like, I need a break. And I wa- if I want to hear from anyone, I want to hear from Chris Rock. Yeah. Also, we keep hearing from him, but it, 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 the first time was like a video on social media. The next time was a Red Table Talk Facebook watch. And now this is like the first TV interview. And so he's obviously had a lot of different ways to like work out what he wants to say. And I'm just like... It's still like giving like victim and there was like excuses and someone you were talking about what other people in the audience could be going through and that you were going through something. But like, don't tell us that someone else's mother died. Like either tell us that you were going through something and what it was or don't just give these like arbitrary examples of horrible things to make us assume that maybe you were going through something horrible as well. Maybe you were, but I don't know. It just feels like you want to lead us towards thinking that, but you don't want to say it. And maybe it wasn't anything like that. Why, anything wild enough to justify anything remotely like this and it's just it's weird and it's 
very victim-y. And if you just want to own it and be like, I fucked up, period. No, like I hate when people say like, I don't want to make excuses and then- And then make, make, go and make excuses. Excuses. And also he didn't it's even like make- It's like the most it, frustrating even, way of explaining yourself. It, he didn't even like make an excuse. He just told us what someone else's excuse could have been for something Right, like no, he was like, it could have been this or it could have been that. He's like playing a game. Like, just tell us what the fuck happened. I don't think any it'll justify anything that you did, but at least we'll get a bigger picture of what led someone to do it. But like using cliches like hurt people, hurt people and being like, you never know what someone's going through. Like, agreed, but like- Okay, so why were you hurting? What right, are you going And if going you don't through? want to share, and if you don't want to tell us, go on. Don't go on TV. Right. And you don't have to share. You don't. You don't owe us anything and telling us about your personal life if you don't want to. Don't do another interview where you say a lot of nothing. Yeah. No. And now it's at the point where it's like he's. I think he wants to like. There's so many different like PR things going on, and I think when you go through something like this, you want to address it like frequently so that people can't say that you never addressed it. And that you can fully move on. But now I'm just like starting to be even more resentful. I'm like, especially because we have not heard a word from Chris Rock. Like I know a few times he's like mentioned it in his stand up to a crowd of like a thousand people. And then it gets like picked up in TMZ. But that's not like a real statement. Like I want to know what his thoughts are on the entire saga. Like does he think it's a big deal? Is he over it? Is like what's the vibe? Yeah. I just don't think this is something like, yes, you could do your interview. But it's not like you do your interview and then you get back to work. Like I, I don't know how he really comes back from this. Like in a public facing way yeah you know yeah no I can't believe we're still talking about this like it's so crazy yeah it, it was a crazy thing that happened it hasn't even been a year no I know but it's like this story I've heard already like we've literally had this conversation I'm telling you yeah I think it was on Red Table Talk. He's just addressed it in a lot of different places. And it's like every time is like the first time. Now it's the big first TV. He's going to go on Howard Stern. He sits down for his first radio interview. He'll come on the toast. He sits down for his first podcast yeah. interview. It's like, all right, clickbait. Yeah. So that's what's going on at The Daily Show. Since until I hear from Chris Rock. I, until I hear from Chris Rock, like I'm really not interested in talking about this any longer. Yeah. Or, or until Will Smith, Will Smith says something substantial. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? Mm-hmm. Billie Eilish is saying some stuff. I know. And um, I am going to unfortunately have to quote it. Billie Eilish <laughs> calls her boyfriend Jesse Rutherford, quote, the hottest fucking fucker alive. Billie Eilish can't believe Cringe. she's dating Jesse Rutherford. She sat down for her sixth annual Vanity Fair video interview, which was released on Monday. And she talks about her new man's Jesse Rutherford. She said, quote, I managed to get my way to a point in my life where I not only was known by a person that I thought was the hottest fucking fucker alive, but pulled his ass. She began to smile and clap while asking other people in the room to give her a round of applause. She said, Jesse Rutherford, everyone. I pulled his ass. All me. I did that shit. I locked that motherfucker down. She added that she's really excited and really happy about her new man. Everyone wants to to have it noted that she is 20, he is 31. And she shared that her love language is physical touch. Okay. So I do understand the concept in which she is speaking to. Like, she must be really proud of herself. Like, she used to idolize and look up to someone and, like, really was attracted to them. And she got her pl- herself to a place in her life where not only does this person know about her, he actually likes her and respects her. I get it. Why is she fucking talking like that? I pulled his ass. Stop. Stop, girly. Stop. I agree. It's unacceptable. It's giving cringe. It's giving millennial. It's giving, it's giving cringe. Millennial. The f- when I first saw it, I was cringing. And I'm still cringing. It is a sweet concept. This person that she respects right. like likes her too. And she snagged him. And that's awesome. But she doesn't have to talk like that. No, seriously. People are not here for the age difference. Okay. Like, maybe I'm just becoming jaded. But, like, in the grand scheme of Hollywood, it's, like, not that bad. Not that bad. I also feel like Billie Eilish. And even though, like, 20 is 20, no matter how you slice it, like, 20 is 20, I do think she's a little, like, wise beyond her years for someone her age. Yes, I also just think it's like so funny the way people get bent out of shape over certain things and like not other things, you know, like bring this energy to Scott Disick. Yeah. And who was bring 40 this energy and 20? To- oh, your book. Bring this energy to your book. Why is Imagine Right. It, like Imagine It Done. What's your book? <laughs> imagine uh, Us. Idea of idea You. Idea of You. Why is Idea of You like it's being made into a movie with Anne Hathaway. She's 40. He's 20. Oh my God. La la la. Yeah. But everybody's. Uh, Olivia Wilde. Yeah. But, pe- but I feel like they got like. Ooh, the age. 
No, because when the woman's older, like people don't give a shit. Like the woman is reclaiming her sexuality and the man is like, whatever. Actually, when the woman's I, the, like, not to be, you know, anti-woman, but when the woman's older, it's actually more fucked up because women are already more mature than men. Right. Like a 20 year old no, boy I, and a 20 year old girl are different levels of maturity. And like women should know better. You know, like men are really like dumb. Like we're not like you should know better. Yeah. I just think the older I've gotten and like the more kind of um, like jaded I've become, like I've become so aware of selective outrage and I will not be a part of the problem. Like people are so dumb sometimes. Yeah. Also, the older I've gotten, the more I've realized like how eat, like the older you get, you're just a different person. And so I find when like a 35 year old guy or a 40 year old guy like really only wants to date like girls between 20 and 25, it's like, it's really sick. Like, because those girls are- And people in general at that age are just so much less mature than someone who's mm-hmm. in their 30s, 40s. And to like serially want to date someone who's really not fully formed. They're, obviously Developed. they're adults and, you know, they're ra- rational, but like not formed in the way that you are. Like I can't imagine dating someone that young. That's so uninteresting to me. Like I want to be with someone that's on my level. So I think it's weird when people is constantly want to like date people who are so much less mature than them. It's gross. And yeah, and it speaks to an immaturity on their part. Yeah. So that's what I've realized. I guess it's just like the year of realizing things. I feel like every year is the re- year of realizing things. And that's what you realize as you get older. Like, doesn't it doesn't just have to be one year. It's so true. It's the lifetime of realizing things. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? Mm-hmm. Haley Bieber has an ovarian cyst the size of, her, of an apple, she shared. Haley Bieber oh God, so is dealing with another health setback. She revealed on Instagram on Monday that she has a large ovarian cyst. She wrote on her Instagram stories and she posted a picture of her belly. She said, I have a cyst on my ovary the size of an apple. I don't have <gasps> endometriosis or PCOS, but I have gotten an ovarian cyst a few times and it's never fun. She also wrote like right where her belly is. She said, not a baby because it, it does look like a little bum. Right. She said, it's painful and achy and makes me feel nauseous and bloated and crampy and emotional. Anyways, I'm sure a lot of you can overly relate and understand we got this peace signs damn that's so scary do ovarian cysts like affect your fertility i don't know much about them but i imagine that they're related because your ovaries are a big part of big part of that whole thing Mm -hmm. that is she's like it's like problem after problem. Yeah, she also had a mini I feel like stroke. Her and Justin, mini stroke earlier Justin's this Ramsey year, Hunt. and she had surgery to close a hole in her heart. <gasps> right, and then Justin and his Ramsey Hunt. Mm-hmm. I feel like these two are very stressed. I feel like they don't like let like us see that like the pressure gets them, but like I think it does. I mean, they their life is so crazy. Take the selenators out of it. Take the right, no, no, no. Like the the level that they live at, their level of fame, his level of fame, it's hers. It's crazy. No, it's crazy, and I feel like a lot of like, like phys- like stress can manifest itself in different ways. Yes, like you can really make yourself sick. Not that I'm saying that's this is what happened. I'm just saying like, I think um, I'm not sure what I'm saying, but no, I think what saying you're saying is like you know, a separate I issue. I think that they do. I, I think this is also a separate thing. Um, I don't know if their ailments are caused by stress, but stress doesn't help anything, does it? Right, right. No, that's not what I was saying. I'm just saying like these two, I just feel like they, like you look at them and you're like, oh, perfect life. But like when you really look, like I feel like they actually like, they they don't have a lot of peace. Like they're always like fighting something. Yeah. But even just like when they're not fighting a hater, this or that, like that level of fame, like people are not meant to be that famous. Like the human brain is not wired to process all All of that. that. No, and it's, I feel like they've only gotten more famous. Like, at first it was, like, Haley was, like, a model, and, like, Justin was this big star, and, like, together, you know, she would become so much more famous because of him. But, like, now she's, like, just as, if not more famous than him. Like, she's literally, like, a cultural icon. Also, because I feel like she leaves the house more than him. Yes, 100%. She's always, like, she's that's always her job, really, is to, like, step out street style, inspire the youth. He can, like, carpet. stay in the house, work in the studio, keep to himself, but she's really like her, for her brand, she really has to be out there. That is true. And I do find it very um, impressive that she's like always going to these events by herself and like really out here, like holding her own. Yeah. I wonder if it would be more. Those sh- events are really no. I mean, those events are really like hard. And like I think having like your husband there would 
even if your husband is so famous, like would ease the burden. Like you, you have your partner there. Yeah. But like she's literally never photographed with him except at the Met Gala. That's true. I never thought about it. I always just think, I never she's think like, about her going LACMA. to events, even though she is at events. I always just think of her like walking to her car. Well, because those like paparazzi, she's literally like the, uh, by the way, I'm going to make the craziest, craziest comparison right now. Mm-hmm. Haley Bieber is the Princess Diana of our generation. Only in the style sense. So she's a style icon. Yeah. But like when I think of her car photos, like I think of the Princess Diana ones, like the very, like not even a crazy outfit, like biker shorts and a crew neck. And like, then it becomes like, oh, yeah. Agreed. Like very minimalist. It's not like crazy Kardashian big. No, it's just like so and minimal. And like every little tiny thing she does is a yeah, style like trend. Her earrings, her nails, her rings. Right. Yeah, right. I agree. And, and her nails also, are literally shiny white. It's, it's not, not the craziest thing. It's not ugly. Like I think a lot of trends, like you don't get it, but you just copy it because it's trendy. Mm-hmm. But like everything she does and wears, like it's truly beautiful. And even yeah. if you wouldn't have thought of it to do it first, like you see it and you want to emulate it. It's not like ugly clothes. Totally. No, that's a really gorgeous way of putting it. Thank you. Timeless. Yeah. No, just like genuinely nice look. Same with Diana. Like stylish and and classic yeah not just like different and unique yeah are you ready for our next story if it's the next story that's sponsored by origins the pioneering nature infused skincare brand has elevated gift sets that will surprise and delight everyone on your holiday shopping list they're wickedly talented this is the toast approved stocking stuffer you guys yes origins creates transformative skincare with naturally derived ingredients to noticeably improve how skin looks and feels origins as a brand has a long history of commitment to our planet they reduce waste they care for our natural resources and all of origins holiday gift sets um the cartons are plastic free they're recyclable and sourced from responsibly managed forests and for every tree harvested new trees are planted so to date the brand has planted over two million trees around the world so you can feel good about the gifts you are giving this holiday season from origins they're powered by nature proven by science origins is focused on plant chemistry as the key driver of their formulation philosophy they're planet conscious so they're redefining their responsibility towards the betterment for you for your skin and for our planet and their gift sets are the perfect gift and actual stocking stuffer but also like for anyone in your life who either loves skincare or who doesn't i feel like it's a perfect gift because you're never gonna no one's ever gonna dislike skincare even if they're not into skincare because you're getting them started on the journey um origins is a great brand that's really trusted I have a ton of their products and their gift sets are really cute. And you can get the gift sets today available at origins.com, O-R-I-G-I-N-S.com. And the rest of the episode is also sponsored by Perfect Bar. So don't go nuts this holiday season. Fuel yourself with the Perfect Bar, the original refrigerated protein bar. Made with freshly ground nut butter, organic honey, and 20 organic superfoods, Perfect Bar has a variety of products like protein bars, little snack size bars that are all so good and good for you. Make sure to find something you love. My favorite is the dark chocolate, dark chocolate chip pita butter perfect bar. So delicious, has become a go-to snack for us. They have a cookie dough texture. It is creamy and full of flavor, unlike any other bars. Um, And the fact that they are kept in the refrigerator is so smart to me. I like never really realized how kind of gross it is that like we eat bars that sit in the pantry. They're not like other bars. And lob. And lob tour. Perfect Bar knows that it'll be love at first bite, so for a limited time, they're offering you a chance to try their refrigerated protein bars for free. How it works is that you'll sign up for email or texts, upload a photo of your receipt from your local grocery store, and they'll reimburse you for the cost of one bar directly into your Venmo or PayPal account. All you have to do is go to perfectsnacks.com slash toast, get a free Perfect Bar today. That's perfectsnacks.com slash toast to get a free Perfect Bar today. Happy snacking! Thank you so much, McClardia. We need a great snack to get us through this day. I know. Chug it along. Being a mogul is like need energy. You just really need perfect bars. I love those things. And now that I'm a driver, like I just grab one I get in the car. It's so easy. It's really great for and I'm a really great for the drivers. I'm also a perfect person. So like I like my my meals and snacks to match that energy. Yeah. So important. So important. Okay, our next story, a little beef between Howard Stern and Oprah. Hmm. Howard Stern calls the out. Mo- Jackie, the moguls are fighting? The moguls, uh, there's infighting amongst the moguls. I mean, obviously we stay above it. Mm-hmm. Uh, these two just, no, I'm sorry, just Howard can't help himself. I don't know what Oprah did to Ugh. trigger this, and I don't think she's done anything or even responded, but here's what she said. Here's what Howard said. He's calling out Oprah for showing off her lavish lifestyle. 
Howard Stern accused Oprah of showing off her wealth on social media. He said, quote, Oprah's not embarrassed by her wealth at all. He said during his radio show on Monday. At, Why should she be? Adding that she loves showing it off. He said, it's fucking mind blowing when you follow her on Instagram. You see her estates, her gardens, the people who service her, and you know. Then his co-host Robin said, service her. She's not a car. And Howard yeah. said, well, she kind of is. She's got servants and like people cooking and it's fucking wild. Um, Everyone does, like who's rich. He said that the talk show host knows how to be rich and like, quote, likes to show it off. He said, which is not something I'm comfortable with. I don't think that people should show off their wealth. Robin Quivers disagreed, arguing she's just giving fans a peek inside her life using social media. She said, Robin's just showing you her life. She's not showing off. And Howard said, well, you got to be a little self-aware and know that there are people struggling out there, Robin. You got to. You got to kind of think about people who don't have to eat. You know what I'm saying? I mean, come on. You got to be a little aware of this. Okay. That's actually an interesting point because there's something going on on TikTok right now that I want to tell you about. Because um, I don't really, I, I don't live in the UK. So like, I, I don't know how I ended up on the side of UK. I mean, of TikTok. So there is this TikToker. Her name is Lydia. And she's like, She's kind of like the something navy of the UK, London. Her name's She's Lydia. She's so glamorous. I think so. She's so glamorous. Her videos have come up on my free page all the time. She's like at her country house. She's going riding. She's showing you what she's wearing, a Burberry coat. Here's my fragrance. She'll show her husband. Like she's she's literally like something navy on crack. She's like royal something navy, okay? okay. Um, and it's all very like affluent. It's very, um, what's the word with an A? Aspiration. Aspirational. Like it's very rich. Um, but then, you know, at the same time, there's this crisis going on in the UK, the cost of living crisis. Like people can't afford to like turn their heat on in the winter. Like it's really, um, it's bad. Like there's no hot water. So she made this video and this video, like literally like is going to be the end of her. So she was like, she always starts her videos off with a clap, like, and she is, um, talking about how there's no hot water in her apartment. So her and her husband are going to go stay at the Savoy, um, and just enjoy all the luxurious spas and you know, whatever. And she got like the Savoy sponsored, whatever. She basically didn't have any hot water and she left. And people are taking this one particular video and just like comparing it to what's going on in the UK. Um, being like, this is so out of touch, yada, yada. But like, this is also why everyone followed her. So I feel like in these certain situations, same with Oprah, like we all live for Oprah. Like, yeah, show us the garden. And like, yeah, it is out of touch. Like people lost their jobs. Like people can't afford health insurance. Like there's all these terrible things, but like, that's why we love Oprah. That's why everyone loved Lydia up until they didn't. No, but it's like, so it's like is Lydia responsible for, for the cost of living crisis? Why don't you bring right, your no. outrage to the people who caused it and maybe the people who can affect some change? Like it doesn't need to be right. like that. So it just feels like misplaced and agree. It's not like this isn't what she's been doing this whole time. So obviously this sparks something and people also it goes viral and then it reaches people who weren't following her before and they're right. just like this person's out of touch when it's like oh you, but she's been out of touch the whole time right and that was like really why it reminded me so much of the summing navy thing like everyone was mad at summing navy when she got covid and she was like able to go to the hamptons and get herself a test but like you didn't mind that energy when she was like being fabulous and you were loving the content before yeah so it's like you build people up because everyone was following summing navy because she's fabulous and she has this gorgeous life that everyone wants everyone was following lydia because it's like oh it's escapism and then when like you're something else goes on in the world like you get mad at the person for being the thing that you actually built them up for yeah so same with Oprah. Like Oprah's a living legend now because she's this like rich billionaire who like just bought Weight Watchers because she wants to. And she like has a garden and she has like staff. Like that's why we love Oprah. So it's like to get mad at her for that reason is kind of like fucked. Right. Also coming from Howard, I just, I don't think he even realizes how not self-aware he is. We had just reported a story that he went to a restaurant for the first time in three years. He has not left his house since March, 2020. And I can't even explain to you how much privilege that requires to not have to leave your house, to not have to grocery shop. Other people are delivering your food. Other people have to go out into the world. Other people who might be as germaphobic as Howard, but can't just stay home for three years. Like, you like you're not self-aware so it's just the no, pot so calling the kettle black so it's just rich coming from him I also think with Oprah it's it is different in a lot of ways and also people love Oprah and that's what we love aspirational content but like when she's gardening like she's teaching people I think like if she's cooking 100%. Like, she's showing people and so yes not all of our gardens or our kitchens look like Oprah's but like I could learn something from her Instagram content and like I can maybe have a a, a meal like Oprah's having I cooked it myself I didn't have my chef cook it but like th there's right. things that you can take from it no and like why is he going after Oprah specifically I feel like Martha Stewart does like really similar content to Oprah like I would say they're really the same they're always in the garden they're always starting like fabulous dinners like it's giving, you know, barefoot Contessa energy. So, like, what's, why Oprah? Yeah. And another thing, 
And another thing, I do feel like there is one argument worth making when it comes to like being, you know, rich on social media. I think it makes you a target. I think it actually can put your safety at risk a lot of the times. Like Kim is the perfect example of that. Like being so show-offy, so materialistic. Like people are evil and people are hateful and people are jealous. And like, I think like whenever, especially with influencers who don't have like high level security that like Oprah has, I think people like who show off like so many of like their houses and bags. And like, I think it's really dangerous. And like, I'm always surprised when I see like people who are influencers who definitely have a lot of money, but not enough to have like 24 seven round the clock security being so frivolous and like flamboyant with their money on social media. I feel like that is a good argument. Well, that's not even close to the argument that he's making. No, no, no. No, no. I'm just saying like when we're talking about this, I think that is literally the only rational argument against like being rich on social media because if you're rich like you're rich it's your life and like social media is meant to portray your life so what would you rather them cosplay as poor to make you feel better right I only have an issue with people like Oprah who are extremely wealthy who are living large and showing it off when they are trying to get other people to live smaller you know like when they're trying to get Hmm. you to conserve more and to be less wasteful oh yeah and to not fly and not to use gas and not to have carbon emissions when like you're taking a private jet to go meet your friend who took a private jet to go meet a group of people who each took their own jets and you guys are also getting on a yacht that bothers me so if you want to live large live large and don't preach to me and don't preach to Mm -hmm. other people who will emit less carbon emissions in their whole lifetime than you will on one vacation that's the only thing that bothers me about people who live big and show it off beautifully said yeah I just think like maybe there's a conversation to be had here but like why are you starting with Oprah like she's a, like a national maybe they were having I don't know the context for how they're they started talking they about Oprah there. they must have just been talking about her but I also think like I mean Oprah, Oprah is really really wealthy she's like worth 2.5 billion dollars she's a billionaire and yeah. most people who are billionaires are not celebrities so there's only a few people who show us their billions on social media that's actually a really good call. Which celebrities are billionaires? Kim? Kim. Um, Oprah. Beyonce and Jay-Z combined. Yeah. You know what? Sounds like a job I for Google. Like, you know who I feel like is a billionaire? Who? Ashton Kutcher. Oh, that's interesting. Because he's always like invest, invest, you know, Shark Tank. He doesn't even really act anymore. And he's like always making money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kanye, Rihanna. But then there's a difference. Oh, Rihanna. Then there's a difference with people who are billionaires and then become famous for being billionaires. Mark Cuban. Yeah. Um, Michael Jordan. Sir Paul McCartney. Wow. Tyler Perry. (gasps) I love that for him. I love Tyler Perry. Kylie. Of course. And that was the list for my heart. Wow, that's a really short list. Oh, so wait, there's more. LeBron. Wow. Right? This is a celebrity who are billionaires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Peter Jackson. He's a Lord of the Rings director. I would say that's a businessman. Mm. Mm. I wouldn't say that's a celebrity. Yeah, I just wouldn't say that's no. a celebrity. So true. I don't know this man. I'm sorry to this then man. Then there's Jeff Bezos, as stated. Not the same. Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, as stated. Not the same. Not the same. Mm. Michael Bloomberg, as stated, not the same. Not the same. Evan Spiegel, as stated, not the same. Famous for being rich is not the same as being rich for being famous. Right. George Lucas, so he's Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. He can go with Lord of the Rings. He's famous. He can go with Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Yeah, in the gray area. Mark Cuban, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, not the same. Doesn't count. Steven Spielberg. Counts. Yeah, that does count. Sheryl Sandberg, not the same. Warren Buffett, not the same. Kylie. Okay, so that's really the ones that we said are the ones. Really short. Yeah. That's so interesting. And it's really, except that's why I was surprised by LeBron, because it's really all people who like started companies, not like who got famous. Like they're not billionaires from the reality show, the Kardashians. You know what I mean? Yes. No, you have to own your business. A billionaire from his music. It's because of Rock Nation. No, you'll never become a billionaire just by not working for someone else. By working for someone else. Exactly. It's interesting. It is interesting. Yeah, no one on there works for someone else, really. Yeah. You could also divorce into billions. Right. That's how I plan to make my billions. <laughs> Even though I'm never getting divorced. That was a joke. Ben, I love you. Oh, okay. Well, that's the fast five. I mean, we could go there if you wanted to. Like, 
about the way about um, about Mackenzie. you could become a female billionaire if you get a divorce. Yeah, Not because you, sorry, one. Yeah, like I do believe that like she deserved half, and like you know she was at home like she like they both. It wouldn't have been able to make Amazon what it was had she not, you know, been there and done her part. Well, there's this thing like most of the richest women in the world are rich are via widows or heiresses or divorces. Yeah, heiresses yeah. too. We got to do better. In the sense of like you need to uh, marry a billionaire. No, women or we need no. More, we like, need to become more self-starters. Self-starters, yeah. I am pledging to become, you know, a female billionaire who didn't get her money from divorce or from an heiress. And I, um, I'm going to need your guys' help. So don't forget to share this podcast. If anyone wants to buy my comedy special, like, come on. Just share the podcast. I think we could do this. We could do this together. I think that's where all good things would come from if you just share the podcast. Yeah. So true. Nothing bad ever came from sharing the podcast. Not that we know of yet. Um, so those were the past five. Quite robust today. Thank you, Shaqui, for your hard work and dedication to your craft. Thank you so much for acknowledging and seeing me for the work that I do. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Toast. The Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the past five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast. Anywhere podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, The Toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. And wickedly talented. Hope you guys have an incredible Tuesday, and we'll see you tomorrow for Hump Day. Bye. Love ya. Bye.